The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the technology and process behind improving your company's digital experiences. Joining us is Lynn Capozzi, who is the Chief Marketing Officer at Acquia, which is a company that empowers the world's most ambitious brands to create digital customer experiences that matter. With open source Drupal at its core, the Acquia Digital Experience platform enables marketers, developers, and IT operations teams at thousands of global organizations to rapidly compose and deploy digital products and services that engage customers, enhance conversations, and help businesses stand out. Yesterday, Lynn and I talked about creating digital experiences for the post-pandemic consumer, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about what CMOs should consider when choosing a CDP. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Lynn Capozzi, the Chief Marketing Officer at Acquia. Lynn, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks, Ben. Nice to be back again. Excited to have you back and to continue our conversation. Yesterday, we talked about the post-pandemic consumer experiences. And my quick summary is that for the brands that are either starting to become digitally focused, for new brands that are digitally native, the value of first-party data is going to increase as Google walks away from third-party cookies, and consumers are expecting more personalization. So those are two opposite trends. And the way that companies are getting around sort of data going away, but a need for more personalization is to be smarter about how they collect, aggregate, and look at their data. So there's a technology solution that most brands are starting to implement, which is using a CDP, a central repository for all of their data that they can personalize and use artificial intelligence to make sure that they're presenting the right offer, consumer experience at the right time. There's a million CDPs out there today some better than others. Talk to me about what CMOs should think about if they haven't already chosen a CDP or if they're thinking about whether they pick the right one. There are a lot of CDPs that are on the market. There are also a lot of cloud vendors that claim CDP capability, but don't really have a full CDP. So CDP is the new AI. It's just a broadly used term that's loosely thrown around now. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely true. I cut you off. Go on. I think it's hard sometimes to distinguish between what's a fully functional CDP versus some CDP capability that another product may have, like a product, smaller product in a stack. But I think there's a couple of things that CMOs can look at. So a true CDP is delivering not just another data warehouse, not just another management tool, 
but a truly integrated data, what I kind of call the data ecosystem. So in order for this, I think, to qualify as like a real CDP or a fully functional CDP, which is what I feel like most CMOs end up wanting based on all of my discussions I have with so many CMOs, is that one, a CDP should really give you that single source of truth. We've talked a little bit about this before, but there should be a full capability to have no more data silos, a single source of truth, one place to go to have all deduped information, to have it all segmented. So one single source of truth for the customers. The second is really having that data analysis and be able to keep the data analysis in the CDP in-house and not have to go outside. Um, and the third is a real CDP should really be able to empower marketers to be able to do full segmentation, to be able to know what's the next best action to take. So it really needs like a full CDP needs all three of those things. And I think CMOs can kind of look to a real CDP if you look as a solution from Acquia in terms of we've been in this business for quite some time now, and we know that a lot of customers have been very successful with the CDP. Some great retailers like Lululemon or Godiva, some of our most famous like retail brands and big brands that have tons and tons of data. That's the technical term, right? But a lot of data, a lot of customer and prospect data to be able to track. So break that down for me one more time. There were three components to finding the right CDP. First is sort of the data warehousing section. Can you get all your data into one platform? What was the second point? The second point was to make sure that the CDP allows marketing efficiency and to be able to keep that data analysis in-house so that you don't have to farm out the analytical work to someone outside of your company or even outside of your marketing team. The product itself should have the data analytics capability built within it. So you have the warehousing, you have the data analytics that the marketers need. That's kind of the second piece. And then the third part is the implementation where once you've done the analysis, you can actually act on it. Right. And not only can someone act on it, but you don't need a BI person or a special analytics person to do it. It's a marketer that can actually have it at their fingertips. So then they can use that data, look at the analytics, and then figure out, okay, as a marketer, what do I do next? What's my next best action, if you will? So being able to have all three of those areas, single source of truth, being able to have analytics, and have a marketer be able to take that action, I think is really important. I'll give you an example. Myself, as a CMO, we use our own internal customer data platform, the Aquias CDP. I would hope so. <laughs> well, I have my demand gen folks and my product marketers actually use the product to figure out what am I doing next? What's my next action? What's my next campaign? How do I segment out? And I don't need to go to, I mean, I have my IT internal group. I don't need to go to my IT group for that. I shouldn't have to. I should have that power right at the fingertips of my marketers. Right. I think the idea here is building all the connectors to suck in the data having regular old marketers as opposed to data scientists and your IT team being able to use and evaluate the data and then obviously creating the marketing automation. Here's the problem that I have when thinking about the CDP space is that there's lots of companies that sort of claim to do those three things. And honestly, we've talked to and had sponsors on the podcast between Treasure Data, Blue Shift. I know Segment's a big player in the space. You can even say HubSpot is a CDP as well. Acquia obviously also plays in the space as well. You know, how do you differentiate between all of the brands when, from a marketing perspective, they all position themselves to have similar features? Well, I think a couple of things. One is double clicking on do they really have similar features? And is that really true when it comes to both analytics as well as being able to have marketers have an interface that works for them to be able to connect their actions? The second is, I think one of the things that also distinguishes us is 
RCVP is part of a bigger platform. It's part of our full Acquia DXP platform. So we are well known for being able to host and run websites with Drupal. And so our Drupal cloud and our Drupal products are well connected to our customer data platform and our other marketing platform products. So if anyone in any CMO is looking to build kind of the full digital experience platform, our CDP fits best within the Drupal platform. So there's also an underlying technology play of Acquia based on Drupal. Obviously, there's a lot of websites that are built on WordPress. People might be customizing them. Is that really the differentiator for CMOs picking which is the right CDP is understanding your underlying technology stack and making sure that there is a map between the two of them? Or is it really just feature pricing and making sure that your technology is applicable? I think it's got to be both. I think you can't choose one without the other. I think one, you have to have the feature functions that are going to satisfy what you need and what your marketers need. One is really the feature function list. And second is how does it fit within your overall stack? So are you a Drupal shop or are you something else? Or does it fit within your current stack? And is it open technology? Drupal is well known for being open. So we fit in with all the different types of technologies that are in your stack. So that's the advantage of open source technology. So to answer your question, I think it's both. I think it's feature function. Plus, how does it work within your existing stack as a CMO? It's one of the things that CMOs will look at. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. I think the CDP industry has evolved over the last few years to be something that the enterprise brands discovered, found as a differentiator, a way for them to scale, and it started to move down market. Who is the CDP for and what's the point in a business's life cycle? You know, are the startups starting to implement CDPs as they're developing their products? Is it really for growth stage companies when you hit an inflection point or is it still just truly for the enterprise? I think it's more than just for the enterprise now. And I know that from some data because we have a customer experience trend survey that we do once a year and we just finished it. And what it told us was that 45% of the marketers, it was 
8,000 consumers, 800 marketers, all different industries. It wasn't done by Acquia, it was by a third-party independent company. And what we heard was that of the marketers, all different industries, all different sizes, that 45% of them actually were looking at either already had a CDP or were looking at a CDP this current year. So we know that it's a technology that's being active for all different industries, all different size companies, not just the big ones, but for some of the smaller ones as well. I wouldn't say probably not small business, but I think, you know, medium sized business and up. Let's call it the growth stage where you have something beyond just one marketer running your team. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Last question I have for you, and this is a little bit where the rubber meets the road when you're thinking about implementing a CDP for the 55% of the market who hasn't got there yet, according to the study that you referenced, how much budget, how much time should you be thinking about? What actually goes into implementing a CDP in your business, not only from a cost perspective, but also from headcount, management, labor? How do you actually make these tools work? I think it's always good to have a couple of things. I think it's always good to have an advocate for the tech. I mean, one of the things that I see a lot is people will create within the marketing team, a person that focuses on personalization and CDP could be within that category as well. So having someone that lives and breathes the technology is responsible for it, can teach other marketers and kind of be the advocate for it. When I see CMOs be successful in their teams, usually that's what they do. It doesn't have to be a full-time position. It doesn't have to be a permanent position. It doesn't have to be their only job, but someone that is like, wears that hat for a while while the rest of the team gets up to speed, I think. It's really kind of important for people. Let's call that your marketing ops. Yeah, it could be. could be marketing ops. It could be someone even on the demand gen team sometimes. So actually, when I implement it, I have a marketing ops person. And then I have someone on the demand gen team, but they were working side by side because they were both figuring out like, okay, what do we want to do? How do we do it? How often? So it was kind of a nice tag team back and forth. It clearly wasn't their full-time job, but that's how we ended up implementing it. And I see that that's pretty common. A lot of times it is a marketing ops person amongst the CMO. And then in terms of how do you allocate for it, how do you think about it? I think it's like other projects and other technology. You need to think about what are you trying to accomplish? What are your priorities? What are your OKRs around it? How are you going to measure it? How are you going to measure ROI? But I think having campaigns, the nice thing about it is being able to have campaigns and seeing results is like the best ROI you can have. So in terms of capturing ROI for the people that use the product, it's pretty easy because they can track campaigns. It sounds like there's three functions that are really important when you're thinking about implementing a CDP. You need the technical know-how, what I was referencing as the marketing ops person, somebody who's going to make sure that your data is connected, flowing appropriately, somebody that has some technical chops and maybe even knows how to code. Second, you need some sort of a marketing operator, somebody who's going to decide what the campaigns are to figure out how you should be utilizing the data and what are the rules you're setting up to basically create your triggers and run your marketing campaigns. And third, you need somebody with some analytics background, somebody that's going to be able to interpret the data of what you're seeing when you're running these campaigns. Just like any other marketing campaign, you got to get it up and running. You got to figure out what's going to touch the customer and you have to be able to evaluate it as well. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to ask the last question one more time. And just for the sake of getting a sense of cost, what does CDPs cost for the companies that are starting to think about this? Is this a multi-thousand dollar investment a month in terms of the paying for the platform? Are we talking a $29.99 service a month? You know, where's the range that marketers should be expecting to pay when they're implementing a CDP? Or what's the model that they should be looking at? 
It varies a lot because of the size of different companies will vary and the size of people's databases will kind of make that determination. So it is definitely, it's a SaaS model and it's very much dependent on, as I said, like how large your database is, how many transactions are going to occur. So the price is different. It's hard to just like pick one price. It kind of really depends on the size of the company and the types of transactions and so forth. It's a usage model, not a train seat model or a, a sort of blanket monthly subscription. Correct. All right. Interesting. Well, that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Lynn Capozzi, the Chief Marketing Officer at Acquia. In the third part of this conversation, which we'll publish tomorrow, Lynn and I are going to talk about the tech skills gap facing marketing teams. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Lynn, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is lcapozzi, that's L-C-A-P-O-Z-Z-I. Or you could visit her company's website, which is aquia.com. That's A-C-Q-U-I-A.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you could even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.